Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Cindy Donaldson Show. I am your host, Cindy Donaldson. I'm a certified high-performance coach, serial, on, serial entrepreneur, bucket list obsessed, and I am truly on a mission to ensure that everyone in my circle not only learns how to create, but live an incredible, fulfilling, and joyful life by design. So if you're new to the show and you're watching this on YouTube, you're like, like, where the hell is she? I live full-time in my RV traveling. We sold our house almost five years ago now to, and pretty much everything in it, told the kids we were hitting the road. Yes, they think we're crazy still. And we've been traveling full-time. I've adopted a minimalist lifestyle. Um, I'm not in my usual spot in the RV because the RV is kind of a hot mess right now. We are mooch docking in an RV slang. That is when you lovingly stay in somebody's driveway or property without paying anything. And right now I'm mooch docking at my son's house in Connecticut and it's raining out. I've just kind of been had a crazy morning and the RV is a disaster. So I shoveled off a chair and I, you know what? Here's the funny thing. I almost didn't do the podcast. I almost didn't do it. Cause I was like, oh, Everything is a mess. I got to shovel out of space. I got to set up my thing. I didn't put the ring light on. I had to put some clothes on because I was still in my pajamas. And I'm like, you know what, Cindy? You made a commitment to yourself. The other thing that I made a commitment to myself for was to do a 5K a day. And it is miserable out today. It is pouring rain and it is cold. But after this podcast, before I go do gong bathing, it's a thing at a yoga studio. I'm so excited for it later tonight. I'm going to get my ass out there. I'm going to put my little North Face jacket on, <laughs> bundle up and go for my 5k because I know I'm going to feel better. Anyway, that's kind of where I am right now. Life is wild, but I wanted to come on here quick and share an experience I had with my Courage Formula Insiders group. That's our monthly group where we choose a topic every month, go a deep dive, have a have weekly emails and conversations, and then I do a live forum once a month. Yesterday's subject was really about mindset. As we dive into this 90-day sprint that I'm having everybody commit to for the next 90 days, and I myself am doing it for my, my wealth and my three companies, as well as my health. And so yesterday we were talking about mindset, and I was reminded of a pivotal moment in my life 20-something years ago. Actually, it's probably more than that, but 30 years ago now. Wow, my kids are getting old. I was living in Winston-Salem, North Carolina in a miserable, I'm talking miserable relationship, deep depression, anxiety. I had it all going on. It, I was a hot mess express to the point where I couldn't even get out of bed. And my two closest friends in the world did an intervention, got me into therapy, got me on some meds and forced me to go get a part-time job. So I signed up with a temp agency. They literally did all of it for me. I was that frozen and miserable. And I started working part-time at a printing company. That moment changed my trajectory of my career dramatically. And that's a whole other story. But what I want to talk about is while I was working at that printing company, I accidentally fell into sales and the owner of the company was the first person ever to truly believe in me. He was the first person to tell me that I'm smart. Now I'm pretty smart. Like nailed my SATs, got a full academic ride to, co to, to college that I really fucked up, but that's again, another story, but I was smart. And yet, because I never was told that I didn't believe it in myself. And I made such a series of bad choices in my life that I felt guilty that my kids were going through it. I felt horrible that 
I was just, I was a hot mess express. In any event, this man took me under his wing and told me that I was a great salesperson. And I had never once considered that career ever in my life. In fact, I didn't even know what the hell I was going to do with my life, except be a mom and try to get out of a miserable marriage. Like that was truly my life mission. And so I I got excited. I got so excited. And I was like, okay, I want to be a salesperson. And then I went to him and was like, well, I want to be an outside salesperson for your company. And he was like, well, that's up to my daughter. She runs the sales team. So I went to his daughter and she's like, you know, we're, we're full up, but I'll allow you to be kind of a sales coordinator. In other words, she wanted me to make all the cold calls, which I did, rose to the occasion and did it all. And I was allowed to go to one of the sales forums, which was out in California, or I think it was in California at the time, or Chicago, one of the big cities. And state or city. (laughs) And um, when I was there, I saw people that were earning six figures. Now I had never earned six figures before. I was essentially, I was a stay-at-home mom. And that had never occurred to me that I could even do that. Now I have a man over here telling me I'm really smart and that I was one of the best salespeople he had ever seen. He sent me to this conference. I was surrounded by people who didn't have any skill sets that I didn't have and were making six figures. And, you know, I pushed, I pushed the agenda with them and they're like, Cindy, you're not going to be an outside salesperson here. I'm sorry. We just, we can't afford it. We just don't have room, blah, 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 blah. So that really kind of broke my soul. But for some reason I didn't give up. Like, again, this person believed in me, right? Reticular activating system, what you hear, you believe, what you believe, you achieve, all of that kind of stuff, right? So now instead of being told I'm stupid and fat and dumb and, you know, not talented, all the shit that, you know, my ex-husband told me every day, I have now this highly educated man, well-respected in the community, successful business person telling me that I've got what it takes. And so I believed him and I didn't give up on that dream. And this is an incredibly true story. I kid you not. So my daughter was, I think she was in kindergarten at the time. And my son was three. And she was an avid reader. She learned how to read at the age of three. And to this day, she's an attorney. Like it was her jam. And so I picked her up from school and she she wanted to go to the library. And I was like, I didn't want to go to the library because my son was like this wild, active three-year-old and going to the library with him was quite challenging. But I was like, okay, I'll sit in a corner. I'll I'll go to the children's section. I'll get some books. And they had some toys there in a little corner. I'll, I'll see if I can make it work. So Chelsea finds her books or whatever. She plops her ass down on a, I think it was a beanbag chair or something. And the self-help personal development section was literally right next door, like the next stack over from the kids section. So I got Max some books and I was just like, I I just was not in the mood because I'd had a really bad day. I was not in the mood to sit and read with Max, even though that was my plan. So I just start perusing the the books in the self-help section. And I see this book called Think and Grow Rich. Now, I'd never really dabbled in personal development prior to that, but I picked up the book. It's like thinking, thinking, grow rich. I want to be a salesperson. I've got what it takes. 
how do I get rich? You know, I thought it was some like kind of scammy get rich quick thing. Like, what do you do? And I was intrigued. And I read the first couple chapters of that book and realized immediately that I had complete control over the trajectory of my life. And if I want something badly enough, all I need to do is believe that I can achieve it and make it happen. Now, I took that book home and I read it cover to cover. And since then, I've read it, I don't know how many times. I've taught entire seminars around the book. I am bringing my insiders group through the 13 principles now. And as I look back, I was like, this was my initial foray into manifesting what I wanted. And Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, that's what it's really all about. You surround yourself with the right people. You believe, you have deep belief that you can. You manifest, you visualize. You make sure that your partner isn't pulling you down. You trust your gut. Read the book. Read the book. It's incredible. And as I was kind of working up the lesson plan for today, for their homework next week, I, I mean, I gave them the 13 principles. I, I laid them out and I was like, you can print this out and use it as a cheat sheet, but do not cheat yourself by not reading the book. Now, the book was written in the 1920s and a some of it is a little archaic, but this is how success is made. You have to do the hard. You have to be intentional. You have to want it so badly that the mountains turn into molehills. And I know I share my running experiences all the time, but if you're a runner, you, you, you do this, you do this because the training isn't easy, but you focus on the metal. You focus on crossing that finish line. You can visualize it. You can taste it. You can smell it. You can hear the people cheering you on. That's what propels you. Yes, you have to do the training. So this is the other thing. It was like, it's kind of the forest and the trees thing that I've talked about in the past. You know, you, you have to keep your eye on the prize in the big picture, but you also need to have the details. You can't get hung up on the details and forget the prize, but you can't just focus on the prize and forget the details, right? And some of us go linear and like ABCD, you know, all of that. Some of us hop all over. You need to understand how you work. So Tom, if you're listening, I'm going to share your story again. One of our insiders, his name is Tom. And when I first started working with Tom, I don't know, a year or two years ago, he was really struggling with focus and organization and kind of getting past his, what I call his stuck. And we worked together to identify the roadblocks. And, you know, he went through my Courage Formula group program twice, twice, where I give you tons of tools and we choose projects to work on and he gave some great feedback. He's like, I don't use everything that you taught me, but there are certain things that really resonated with me. He calls them Cindyisms, even though I can't take credit. And one is eat the frog, which is totally not me. It's a Brian Tracy thing, eat the frog, where you do the hard things first. And that changed his life dramatically. He's like, I get up and I just do the shit that I don't want to do. And then my afternoons are free. Now I'm going to add something to this that he didn't say. The reason that eating the frog is really good. Yes, you get the shit off your plate that you don't want to do and um, it makes the rest of your day easier. 
But the big secret to eating the frog, and I can't remember if I haven't read that book in eons, but I can't remember if he talks about this in the book, is the feeling of accomplishment, the dopamine high, the the fact that you did something that you didn't want to do, that maybe you didn't think you were capable of doing, the thing you were scared, the you know, you were scared shitless to do, like calling a customer who was unhappy, going in and asking for a raise tackling that miserable project on your desk that you know is just going to suck, but you have to do it to get where you want to go. And that's a Cindyism. You got to, sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get where you want to go. But that feeling of accomplishment gave him so much confidence that when he went to do other things, he was like, oh, okay. Like I've got this. I did that hard shit earlier today. This stuff that I know how to do with my eyes closed, I'm just going to bang it out. So that was one. And the other big thing is he started realizing that somebody's lack of urgency doesn't mean it's an emergency on his part. And I get guilty of this. In fact, it was one of the downfalls of some of my failed businesses or failed interactions with clients or failed whatever. It's the reason I wasn't making a lot of money partly because I would have a client go, oh, this is an emergency, you know, and it was the fact that they didn't do what they were supposed to do on that double end of the contract. A contract is two people agree. I'm going to do this and you're going to give me this and you're going to give me this and I'm going to do that. So I had clients who would wait to the last minute and I would ask them for months. I'm like, I need this. Your deadline is coming. And all of a sudden they're like, they get it to me the day before when I need two weeks to do it. And I would panic and I'm like, I got to get it done. No. So he realized that. And also learned how to prioritize, right? Prioritize the projects. Not everything is a, holy shit, got to get it done today. Some things can be put off for two weeks, okay? And from that thinking process, he created the task list. Now, if you are not a master of your calendar, if you are not a master of a task, whether you put it in a book, whether you have it on a phone, it doesn't matter, but you need to be able to see where all of your projects are. I can tell you this is the downfall of 99.9% of salespeople, people who run companies. You cannot go willy-nilly with this stuff. You need to visually see every single project you have, who's doing it, what the time frame is, what the deadline is, what you need to personally do for it, what assets you need, how much money it's going to, and how much time in your calendar it's going to take. If you can get that granular, your life changes dramatically when it comes to anything. And we were talking about working out. I was like, well, I, when I was an avid gym rat, which goal, getting back there, I promise you I'm getting back there. I had a book. and. Every day that I went to the gym, I did weights five days a week, which I know some people, but that was kind of my routine. I did some cardio and I did some weights, nothing major, 30, 40 minutes, right? But it was a thing that I did and I was in the best shape of my life. And I didn't start out to do weights to be like all buff, but that was kind of the result. I I was diagnosed with high blood pressure and again, shit show of my life. I got, I actually gotten a lot of the stressors gone, but I really didn't um, take charge of my health. And that was a trigger for me. And so I worked with a nutritionist and they were like, do cardio, 
and, you know, build muscle. And so I hired a personal trainer. That's what they told me to do. And I did it for like years. Anyway, I, I had a book and they would print me out all the, and I worked with multiple personal trainers. You know, I'd get bored with the routines and I'd do something different or try something new. But every single day I wrote down in the book, how much I weighed, what I ate that day. Cause I was also doing Weight Watchers program and every weight that I did, the number of reps and, you know, how, how, how much I was lifting. And that book sat in my, my gym bag forever. And it was incredibly powerful to kind of look through it. And I, I mean, there were some pages left, but it was pretty full. And we were trying to purge in the RV and I threw the freaking book out. And I, to this day, I'm like, why did I throw the book out? I mean, I'd had it for like 15 years and it was really cool to kind of go back and look at it. Now I saved some of the printouts and scanned them in and all that, but that book was a powerful piece of my life and I threw it out. But anyway, I told Tom, like, you should really get a book and start tracking your progress because it's no different than your task list. You want to be able to see your progress, right? Because that helps your mindset. Not that every day is going to be a great day at the gym or at the office or in your relationship. It, it will be up and down. You'll have good days. You'll have bad days. But over time, with consistency, with good habits, you will get to the end game. And having a visual of the things that you've accomplished and your progression will make you feel good. It will also keep you accountable. So I have a project management tool for my company. We've used it for years. And when I had a big team, it was really important for me to look and see what everybody was doing. And then I had somebody else manage that process for me. I've scaled back my consulting business to only a couple of clients now because I'm focusing more on coaching and my podcasting and my network marketing business. You know, I'm, I'm at the fourth quarter of my life. I'm 61. So it's not retired because I still really love what I do, but I, I am not like the massive company I used. Well, not that I was like Google, but I was a much bigger company. But now I have that task list just for me. What projects are due? What assets do I need? It's the same thing, right? Going back to the mindset. I like to check things off my list. I like to eat the frog. Although today I didn't eat the frog because I didn't go out in the rain and get my 5K done. Because I was like, oh, like I don't want to get wet. I should have eaten the goddamn frog because I'm still going to go out and do this. So I just posted a ton of stuff on social media. A picture of me going, it's raining. I'm not going to go out walking. I did a TikTok and I shared it on Facebook about, you know, here's what I'm doing. And I'm still in my pajamas and it's raining and I'm, I'm not going to go out for my 5K day. And I was like, wow, wow. Practice what you preach, Cindy. You're telling everybody to eat the frog. You're telling everybody to stick to the game plan and you're afraid of a little water. So sweats are going back on and I'm going to go out there and do my 5K a day. Mindset, feeling accomplished. When you feel accomplished and you can check something off your list, it makes you feel good. Like that dopamine high will encourage you to go do it again. Oh, I didn't die. I didn't melt from the rain. I finished that project. I went and asked for a raise and you know what? Even if you don't get the raise, the fact that you went and asked for it should make you feel fucking good because you know what? You did it. And if you keep asking for the raise and you know you deserve the raise and they'll give it to you, maybe it's time to look for another job. Maybe it's the time to look for another job. So that's my wisdom for the day. Thank you, Grow Rich. Buy the book. Buy the book. 
it's a little dry. It's it's not like a, a Mel Robbins fun read like that. Take the notes, get the hard copy. This is not something you want on Audible or anything like that. You want to get the hard copy and you want to take a notebook when you read the damn book and take the notes. Write down those 13 principles, print them out, put them up on a wall someplace and actually believe in them. Do them. They are powerful. You can achieve anything in your life that you want if you want it badly enough and you're willing to do what you need to do to get where you want to go. Secret to success, 99% in your head, 1% talent, 1% talent. I can promise you, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty smart, but I have failed so many more times than 90% of the people out there. I have taken so many risks. I have stumbled. I have failed. And I have started over. I have started over so many times because I'm human. People think that coaches have it all together or shrinks have it all together or, you know, some of these top influencers have it all together. No, the ones that don't share their failures and their struggles, I don't believe them because they're not real. They're not real. So I'm pouring some of my energy into you today because I'm going to go out there and I'm going to take some selfies in the rain. And if you follow me on social, you'll see them. You got to do what you got to do to get where you want to go. So believe in yourself. Take the rest of the year. You've got how many weeks left? We've got like 10 weeks left, give or so. I don't know. 10 weeks left in the year. It's October 20th, 2023 right now. What do you want to accomplish by the end of the year? What do you want your 2024 to be like? I'm going to be doing the My Three Words project coming up pretty soon. I do it every year. The three words that are going to define my, my, my next year. And one of my words this year is going to be vibrancy. Because the past year has been really hard on me. And I feel like I've lost some of that vibrancy. I used to be like a super high energy girl all the time. I'd be up at 4 a.m., bed early, you know, get my workouts in. And somehow, now it could be I'm just getting older, life changes, and I'm in the RV. I mean, there's a lot of things, but I'm craving that vibrancy. So I got to figure out the other two words. And I'm going to do an entire podcast around the My Three Word Project. Some people just do one word. I also have a My Intent bracelet. I put words there. I have them everywhere. So it's kind of like Mel Robbins' high five thing. Like, you got to see it. You got to give yourself a high five. You got to put the post-it notes. Be a dork. Who cares? If you want to achieve something in your life and you're in the stuck like Tom was, take action. Believe in you. You've totally got this. All right. Again, I'm Cindy Donaldson. To learn more about my coaching programs and what I do, visit cindy-donaldson.com. And more about my business consulting firm, you can find that redbarnconsultingllc.com. But here's a little tidbit. I'm combining the brands. I'm working with my assistant right now to kind of get everything under the Cindy Donaldson brand. So. Because people like you're you're like, you know, multiple personalities, like who the hell are you, City? So and I kind of run a marketing company, so I gotta fix that. So, you know, I'm the plumber with the leaky faucet. All right, go have an awesome day and see you on the inside. You've got this. Bye. I only did five minutes.